Hello, and welcome to another podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot, and today we are going to be talking about tech stocks. Yep, those things that have been running since the beginning of the year. But before we get started, I'd like to say thank you to all my listeners over the last year, year and a half or so. Really enjoyed the comments, love seeing where people are from, and also you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. My name is Elliot Cox, C-O-X, and I love seeing those faces um, all around the country and, of course, around the globe. Last time we spoke, or I spoke to you guys, was about a couple of weeks ago, and we discussed asset allocation. So today when I'm talking about the tech trade or tech investing, if you will, and there's a slight difference there, we'll get into that, I want to go ahead and mention that please keep these more aggressive trades and investments to a very small percentage of your portfolio. And I say very small percentage, and I don't put a number to it because where you are in life, your risk profile, meaning your appetite for how much risk you want to assume, will determine how much of your resources you want to allocate towards tech investing. All right. So if you haven't heard it yet, please go back a couple weeks and listen to that asset allocation podcast. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Tech has been running since the beginning of the year. Actually, a lot of these tech stocks have been running since last October. Most individual investors, a little gun-shy after the last couple of years with performance. Last year was bad across the board, whether it was inflation, bonds decreasing in value, and of course the stock market pulling back. Nobody wanted to open their statements, whether it be retirement or their brokerage account, but these stocks have been running, and as usual, when a bull market begins, the aggressive investors are the first ones to jump into the pool, and of course, they are rewarded the most handsomely. You've got stocks that are up year-to-date even, pushing 50, 75, 100% in some cases. Now, of course, these were the same stocks that started to pull back in March of 21. So being gun shy is reasonable, right? Um, don't blame you for it. I was with a lot of you on that front. I did hold some tech stocks through the pullback, again, starting in March of 21. Started to see things turn around come October. And I put off doing the podcast on tech stocks because I wanted to make sure that we were solidly in a bull run so we can discuss momentum, especially for you new investors, you younger folks who might not have seen the beginning of a bull run before. But we have had it. We are in a bull market. And what that means is we are 20% above the most recent lows. Again, those were set in October. All right, so let's talk about what's running. Chips. Anything related to artificial intelligence, that's all you hear on the news, especially financial news, AI, AI. Well, who are the players in AI? It's the NVIDIAs and the Microsofts and Google and Amazon. AI is quite pervasive across the tech spectrum, but there are ways to play AI with individual stocks, like C3 AI, for example. Um, there are ETFs as well, and the best way to find some of these positions is in or through rather your platform, right? So if you've got Schwab or E-Trade or TD Ameritrade, which is now Schwab, you can go ahead and use their tools, their screeners. Now, for those of you who listened to my previous podcast on trading know what a screener is. It's basically a way to kind of reduce the number of opportunities you're looking for 
in the marketplace, whether it be an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, or an individual stock. That's the best way to look because with that, once you find positions you're interested in, you can look at the fundamentals and you can also look at the technical side, meaning how the stock is moving on a day-to-day -day basis. All right, that's the best way to find them. But for the most part, you can use common sense. You know what's running. If you listen to the news even five minutes a day, again, you'll know that NVIDIA, excuse me, NVIDIA has been going to the moon. AI or C3AI is another one, right? So all of these stocks are moving and you might be thinking to yourself, has it run too fast, too far for it to be an opportunity for me? Not really, we're just at the beginning, again, even though these runs have been phenomenal, you got to remember that a lot of these stocks were down 70, 80, 90% from March of 21. So a lot of the stocks have run quite significantly, but they are off in most cases their oh, two to three year high. I'll give you another example, Adobe, which is jumping into the AI fray. They were trading at about $700 a share, actually got a little higher than that, and they got down to the lows here this last couple of years into uh, the low 300s. And now they're pushing $500 a share. They're like 485 or something today, right? So these stocks have had a significant pullback. They are running and the run year to date is substantial. And so good for you if you got in early, but the run is not over. And the reason I wanna bring that up is keep the move in tech stocks in context, meaning where have they been is extremely important. Now, we don't have to go back that far. Just go back to about March of 21 to find those positions that you like, uh, the, the unicorns as we called them, right? Snowflake, Palantir, uh, Twilio was, well, it's kind of pre-unicorn, but those kind of companies have had a significant impact on the performance of the NASDAQ this last year, which is up pushing about 30 plus percent right now as I record this. And by the way, the Fed paused rates yesterday just kind of as a sideline, which had no impact on the stock market because it was already expected. So we're not going to be talking about the Fed today. Now, how do these tech stocks fit within your asset allocation? You know, again, it's age-based, it's risk-based, but I would say this, please, please, please do not chase performance, meaning Keep the tech stocks or your tech plays to a small percentage of your overall portfolio, especially in those retirement accounts. Those of you who've listened to my asset allocation podcast as well as my retirement account podcasts know that I like to visualize a pyramid. And the base of the pyramid, pretty much all the way up to through the middle, would be broad-based investments like index funds, an S&P 500 index fund, or the triple Qs, or a total stock market fund like the VTI, right? So we're talking about a, a smaller portion of your overall asset mix that you can dedicate to this type of trade, all right? That's very important. Now, not just in your retirement account, which the money grows tax deferred, but same thing in your brokerage account. And I know that I've spoken about retirement and buy and hold, etc. This is a time when the market allows us to place trades. And I mentioned at the top of the podcast the difference between investing and trading. And when I got started, the, the big difference was, or a textbook approach to investing versus trading, was that a position that was acquired and sold, let's say within a six to eight week window, 
was considered a trade. So I'm not talking about day trading or trading, you know, today on Thursday and selling it on Monday. No, not at all. But give yourself a six to eight week window, which goes back to our platform, because with the platform, we can determine using some tools like the technical trading components you find in E-Trade and Schwab. You could take a look at volume, how the stock is moving relative to its simple moving average, whether you're using a 20-day, a 40-day, right, or a 200-day moving average for investing. So the trade will come in at a six to eight week window. The investment then is anything beyond that usually held at least a year, right? So the border here is kind of fuzzy, I know, but that is how traditionally trading is viewed versus investing. And the market we have today, especially tech stocks, lends itself to some trading. Now, I don't recommend trading in a retirement account. I mean, it can be done, of course, but really this kind of stuff should be done in your brokerage account. And honestly, Taxes be damned on that front. We always talk about tax-efficient investing, and that is extremely important for most of your portfolio. But if you're looking to capture performance using a disciplined approach vis-a-vis asset allocation, you can absolutely place some trades and make some money in the shorter term. And why not, right? Especially after the losses that we've seen. And this does take a little bit of work, so you have to watch your portfolio. You can't just go place a trade and not look at your account for two months. This type of investing and trading is not good for tech stocks. All right. Also, I'm going to say this. When we're looking at a potential position, however you found it, right, fundamentals are key. I'll give you that 110%. However, for those of you who've been through these bull bear cycles before, know that many times tech stocks will run before the fundamentals catch up, right? So this is, again, a very risky proposition, but it doesn't mean that you can't make money. So what I like to do is take a look at the technology you're pursuing. What's going on out there? Well, we know chips have had a phenomenal run because there was a shortfall of chips during the pandemic with the um, lack of supplies globally to make these chips, and we are playing, excuse me, fast and furious to catch up. And it's reflected in the stock prices of many of these chip players. Things like artificial intelligence have only bolstered the need for certain types of chips. And again, the companies that are providing that, the NVIDIAs of the world, AMD, Micron is ramping up. Even Intel, which is far behind some of these other players, you know, they're building out a new facility just outside Cincinnati, Ohio, and they will catch up. So the fundamentals might not be there for the trade you find interesting, but know that if it is moving in a direction with the rest of the market, in this case right now, going up, and it looks like they will be providing a product or a service that meets the needs of businesses as well as individuals, let's say within the next year or so, you might have your hands on a good trade. And that won't be reflected in the fundamentals. And fundamentals for you newbies, that's just how much money the company is making, how much they pay to make the product or the service, then what's their earnings per share. And I did go through some of this on my fundamentals 
podcast about six months ago, so you can kind of circle back to that to get more in-depth information on that. But remember, fundamentals are not the whole story behind the tech trade. Now, once we've got our positions, we're in our platform, we've screened this and screened that, we know where we want to go, the next step is to consider your sell target. And what that means is, again, especially for the trade, anything done within a six to eight week window where we buy it and sell it, don't just go into it, buy it and let it sit. You need to have an exit strategy, okay? So your sell target then is that exit strategy. And I would recommend using stop loss orders, which is a way to go ahead and tell your system on your trade screen, hey, I bought this at three, I'm going to set up a stop loss order on the downside first. Okay? On the downside first. Just in case that position moves against you, you won't lose a lot of money like we did back in or starting in March of 21. Okay? So your order will be triggered once the stop loss, um, once the stock price, excuse me, moves through the stop loss. And all that means is let's say we bought a stock at three. The markets, for whatever reason, start to pull back, which doesn't look like it's going to happen, but let's say it does, then we're going to go ahead and put in a stop loss on our stock at $2 a share, let's say. So once it moves through $2 a share, your order is executed, your loss is minimized. Okay. You can also set up stop losses or um, orders on the top side or on the upside as well. So what you're doing is, yes, you are capping your gains, but you are preventing what can be extreme volatility, especially in the tech sector, from either generating losses, but I know this is going to kind of hurt. You might be reducing the amount of profit you would have earned had you just let the position run. But more often than not, if you have a sell target over the long haul, when you are trading stocks, when you are investing for a shorter period of time, you will end up doing better. Because see, we don't know where the top is or where the bottom is on a stock. All we know is that there is momentum behind the tech trade. There are sectors within tech that are absolutely on fire, like artificial intelligence and like chips, like cybersecurity, like Zscaler, which is just running to the moon. It's you know trading at about 155, 156 today. It's been as high as 195 per share in the last 12 months, which is intriguing, right? Cybersecurity is key, and it's a subset of software. So as you're looking at things like the Palantirs and the Snowflakes and whatever else you have um, on your watch list, you know, remember, they have gone down quite a bit, so we want to cap the downside risk by using stop-loss orders, but we also want to capture gains, but just to be on the safer side, with the volatility within a sector that traditionally lends itself to volatility, you know, it's okay to go ahead and cap your upside. So for example, a stock is going to run 100% this year, but what if you put in uh, an order to get out at 50%? Remember, we want to have a sell target before we make the trade before we make the purchase of our stock or our ETF because some of these ETFs ladies and gentlemen are running like stocks have right so please be careful use limits and stops on your orders 
check the fundamentals, yes, but know that there, there's an asterisk by the performance fundamentally of many of these companies because they are making investments, products, and services for the future and not for today. That's what makes tech trades or tech investing so intriguing. So for example, those of you who got into companies like C3AI back in maybe 21, early 22, you saw a reversal like no other, right? Some of you were probably sitting on losses, like I said, 70, 80%. But if you look at that same position today, you're probably only off 15 to 20%. And that's going to continue to reward you. So good for you for hanging on. I know it was hard. I hope you were able to look at your statements, log into your platform to check what's going on. The fundamentals were a little shaky. Let's just be honest, right? But now we are being rewarded. And for those of you who are ready to jump in today, that reward will continue. So there's a lot more upside to this tech run than we have seen just because where we have been the last two years or so, right? But remember, cap those losses and cap those gains. That's the best way to go ahead and capture profit with a very volatile tech trade or shorter term investment. All right. Hey, this is a little short today, but you know, I hope it was helpful as you're looking out for ways to make money in the tech space. Do your homework, use your platform, set up those stop losses, etc. Set your sell targets and you should do just fine. Hey, I always say on these things that I'm coming out with classes. I'm coming out with this. Well, guess what? Tomorrow will be the first recording of our live YouTube channel um, um, approach to this. So instead of just the podcast, you guys will be able to see me on YouTube and I'll post the update on the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com, because we are going to put that out tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Once again, my name is Elliot Cox and find me on LinkedIn. You can also look at our information on the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Oh, I'm going to tell you one other thing, too. As the markets have moved, and maybe you are looking at your statements, but you've got a lot of questions, and you really don't want to pursue a financial advisory relationship, you know, please reach out to us because we do consulting on an individual basis. Again, education only. We don't manage assets here. We don't sell your products. We take a look at where you are, what you're doing, from questions that you have, we're able to help maybe reconfigure your portfolio or whatever you would like to do. Maybe a little financial planning because you're closer to retirement. What does that look like? But again, you don't want to sit down with an advisor because you don't want to be sold anything. Well, we can help you out with that. We consult on an hourly basis. Please check out our website and send us an email vis-a-vis -vis the website, and we will reach back out to you within 24 hours. Thanks once again for listening, and happy trading.